Hi guys, it's uh, Rose here, back with a new podcast. Today's day 21. Today we're going to focus on Romans 3, which is day 7, on the life and teachings of Paul. And today we're going to do the, um, today, sorry, that was my Bible, I'm like flipping through it. Today we're going to talk about the theology, uh, Paul's theology in a nutshell. If you don't know what theology means, it's like the uh, study of God and like the teaching. It's, uh, yeah, it's like kind of like the study of God. Um, or the study of the nature of God and religious beliefs. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna, um, I'm sorry, I'm stuttering today. So today we're gonna open our Bibles to Roman 3, like I said. And remember how we did about Rome and all that in the last podcast? Well, you know, Paul, he had this adventurous life. And like the Apostle Paul, he was kept on one career goal constantly before him. And it was to visit Rome. And um, in Paul's day, Rome stands alone, the capital of the power, powerful Roman Empire, which rules over the entire like region. A tiny new church in Rome has caused great excitement among the other Christians who know that in some ways, the future of the church rests on what happens in Rome. If they expect to make an impact on the world, they will have to penetrate this great city. So Paul, he he prays for the Roman church constantly and has made plans to visit there several times, but none of those plans yet materialized. And so Paul writes his letter, Romans 3, a, a which is a like a summary of the Christian faith. So I'm going to start um, on verse 9. Okay, so basically here... I'm kind of going to, I'm just, I'm kind of going to, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm kind of going to, like, um, read this, not, it's not really explain it, summarize it, because this is very, something very important, this is kind of like the, um, the core of the message of the gospel, you know, um, yeah, so, here he's, so, so, we're in Sardar 9, which is about no one is righteous, so he, he says, what shall we conclude then? Are we any better? He says, not at all. We have already made the cha- cha- charge that Jews and Gentiles alike are n- under sin. So he's saying here that Jews and Gentiles, even though they're two completely different people, they are still under the same sin. They are all sinners. He says, for it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands, no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who lo- who does good, not even one. Their throats are open graves. Their tongues practice deceit. The poison of vipers is on their lips. Their mouth are full, cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood, ruin and misery mark their ways. The way of peace do not know that there is no fear in God before their eyes. So here he's saying the people are immediately, all of us, we are sinners. There is no one better than one. We are all equal under the same sin, under the same, we're just the same. No one is better than the other. We all sin. We all curse. We all think in th- um, improper thoughts. We all have done this. And then 21 is talks about the righteous through faith. He says, This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, 
and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came from Jesus Christ. So here he's saying that we are free by Jesus. And that God presented him as a sacrifice of anointment. Through the faith in his blood, he did this to demonstrate his justice because in because he had left his sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his justice at the present time. So here he's saying that Jesus, about saying that no one's perfect. Now he's saying here that Jesus, he will free us from the, our unrighteousness, from our sinful ways. Jesus is the only cure that we have. And then he asks himself, where then, where then is boasting? He says it is excluded. On what principle? On that on that observing the law no but on that on no on that but of faith for we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from observing the law so man there's a difference between a man who observes the law and the man who has faith one will get to heaven one will not if you just observe the law do what is good and not have the faith you are still not um saved you the only way you can be saved the only way you can be cured is by um is by having faith right then he says on um 29 is god the god of jews only is he not the god of gentiles too paul says yes of gentiles too but there's, since there's only one God who justified the circumcision, no, wait, no, hold on. There, since there's only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through the same faith, he says here that whether you are circumcised or not, you will still be judged by God. You will still be judged whether you have faith or not. Just because you are uncircumcised does not mean you're not saved. Just because if I mean, it doesn't mean you're saved. Or, wait, hold up. No, just because you're circumcised does not mean you're saved. The uncircumcised could be saved. You know, he's just saying here, like, whether you're circumcised or not circumcised, your faith is what really is the core of everything. And he says, do we then nudify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. So, the remedy for human problems, Paul proclaims, is God's amazing grace. Yet, people will not seek a cure until they now till they know they are ill. Right? People do not seek God. They don't seek the their salvation and all that until something bad happens. Until they know that they're a sinner. Until you know they're faced with a big problem. Now they want to find God. Romans begins with one of the darkest summaries of the Bible, which says, "There is no one righteous." Not even one. And this is dark because even the best people in this whole untold, like the best person you can think of right now, they could, they're not righteous. You know, they have their flaws. They are a sinner. They're no better than you. They're not no better than me. I'm no better than no one. You are no better than no one. No one is righteous. We all sin. We all are f- filled with flaws. But Paul concludes that the entire world is doomed to spiritual death unless a cure can be found. And this cure is found in 
21 and 31 where it talks about Jesus Christ. So, you know, this is a expression of the core message of the gospel. So, um, this letter is basically the whole, basically the main message of the Christian faith. Like, we are all sinners, and the way we can be saved is by Jesus. We are sick, and the way we we can be cured is by Jesus. So this is one of his teachings that is found in, in Romans 3. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.